in the right place. Welcome to the Make It a Great Day movement. We are making suicide a thing of the past. Yes, this is the Suicide Prevention Show, and I'm Jackie Simmons, your host for the show. And what's really, really interesting is that every now and then, we've got a lot of things we want to do, and we just don't get them done. And somehow they pile up and they weigh us down. And that is why I invited Sandra Miller and I was so excited when she said yes. She said, of course I will come. We're gonna talk about lose the weight. She's gonna to talk to us about productivity, bringing that up. Procrastinate, try saying this three times fast. Procrastination busting steps. So without further ado, I am going to stop sharing my screen and invite Sandra to come and join me. Let's see, I'll bet you I need to do that. Okay, so now Sandra, see if you can take and control your camera and control your microphone and join us on the show. Now Yay! I really like that song, you took away my growth. <laughs> <laughs> it is the um, inspiration behind something I did called the Mindset Woodshed. And as a matter of fact, I was inspired. You were doing a Facebook Live this morning and I'm like, I haven't done a Facebook Live. It's Father's Day. I'll do a Facebook <laughs> Live. And then you know what I did? I took all of those fathers to the Mindset Woodshed, have a little attitude adjustment. <laughs> so that's what I was doing this morning. Oh, well, we're gonna have a mindset shift today. We're gonna talk about a can-do attitude. Awesome. How to get out of your stinking thinking <laughs> and get yourself into action mode. Feel the joy of not just doing, but getting done. This is going to be so much fun, I promise. Well, I'm excited because we do guarantee fun on this show. Yes, it is do. the Suicide Prevention Show. And yes, we believe suicide is serious. We also believe suicide prevention can be seriously fun. So good morning to you, Tammy. It's wonderful, people are popping in. Now, before I forget, I have to ask, why do you do what you do? Oh, and by the way, we've got Katie in the background managing the chat. So everybody who's got questions, you put them in the chat. Katie will make sure we see them. Don't worry if we don't respond. Katie's gonna pop on and wave, I think. But maybe oh, good. not. Okay, so. Oh, good. Hey, everybody needs a tech guru. Thank everybody you, Everybody needs a tech guru. <laughs> uh, All right, so there you go. Now that we know who's watching your back and watching my back and watching Sandra's back, we are back. All right, Sandra, what's up? Why so, do you do what you do? I do what I do because I'm human just like everybody else. Everybody has a story, right? And I'm not gonna go into detail on mine, but I will tell you a little bit about what got me stuck and how I got out of it and how I can help you get out of it too. And really begin to take joy and excitement in getting stuff done. So when I was younger, five years old, my mom had a brother, I got a brother. And all of a sudden from being an only child, I became not an only child. So, you know, two kids, you have to split the attention. Well, several years later, my mom had two more boys. And guess what? 
Sandra, the oldest child, really wasn't significant, or at least I didn't feel that I was significant. But my mom didn't mean to ignore me. She had a life. She had four kids to take care of, right? And I was a girl and I was self-sufficient. So anyway, she had gotten married and lo and behold, little Sandra was feeling unloved, left alone, insignificant, not heard. I was taking a parental role after my mom got divorced. So uh. I had to learn to be self-sufficient. There was no procrastination. You were just getting it done whether you liked it or not because I was the second parent. So out of that, I ended up becoming lonely, eating myself into what I thought was happiness, but it wasn't. I gained 80 pounds. I became pregnant at 21. So I became a mom at 21, and it was the first time I'd ever really felt significant. But I still had issues. And so I'm gonna share with you today, over the past 30 years, what I've been sharing with my students, and I've done everything from personal training and lifestyle coaching, mindset coaching, and even energy medicine education. And I kind of bring all of this stuff together. But what I want to share first is why most people get stuck. Can we do okay. that? First, and I want you guys... Why, first share why you got stuck, because you gave a lot of concepts, but what did stuck look like? Stuck Maybe just, really, why did you get unstuck? What did stuck look like? What was the problem? Stuck looked like, because I was insignificant, all of these ideas and feelings that I had inside of me I didn't know if they were valid. I didn't have anybody to bounce things off of. I didn't have a lot of friends because I was chubby and I was a really cool person inside. And there was some little light inside of me that always said that, but I had nobody to validate me. Nobody. I was getting picked on because of my weight or my glasses or my this or my that. And so it, I turned to food. And so when I got older and I was trying to lose the weight, there's always that little voice in your head, well, who's going to care? What does it really matter? You know, you've got all of that yucky, the stinking uh, thing. That's in your head. Own that stuff because you just put that on me. I want you to own it. It was in your head. It was in my head, but it's in a lot of people's heads. Everybody has something. And where you, I'm going to talk about can do and what that acronym spells out. Oh, cool. But it's all about core beliefs. You see, I had a core belief that I did not belong. I was insignificant. Mm -hmm. That core belief drove my behavior. It drove, my, you, you learn these coping skills so that you can stuff that stuff down and still make a presence in the world to some degree. Okay, we're going to pause because when you say something that I want to unpack, mm -hmm. I'd like permission to pause. Permission granted. All right. Permission to pause looks like coping skills. Just give us the top three coping skills that you see people using so we can stay on track with you. Okay. Well, I don't see too many people using positive coping strategies. No, I mean the ones they use about. negative coping strategies like overeating. Okay. That's why. Stuffing one. down emotions, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Social media. Okay, there we go. You want to get out of our own heads, all we got to do is go to Facebook. Oh, yeah, the distraction of the day. Exactly. 
And there are others, I mean, there's drinking, there's uh, promiscuity to validate who we are as people, and there's nothing wrong with that stuff unless it's leading to a place that you don't wanna be, and it's not who you are. So those core beliefs, I'm gonna give you a perfect example if I can, Jackie, of how a core belief gets formed. And I'm gonna use weight loss because I think at one point in time, every one of us has probably had to lose just a few pounds, right? Even if it's five. You're a kid, your parents tell you, you have to eat everything on your plate. And then, <laughs> Don't spit on the computer. You're yeah. going to get a cookie, right? You're, you can have dessert. If you do this, right, mm -hmm. you will get this. Antecedent behavior consequence. Those are the ABCs of behavior, right? Mm -hmm. Something happens, causes you to do this, and here's the end result. Mm -hmm. So I know, ooh, if, if I eat all of this crap that I hate, the reward, the dopamine reward is, I'm gonna get a cookie. And I love me my sweets when I was a kid, obviously. I didn't even like food, but I loved junk food because it made me feel good, right? Gives you that dopamine high. And that's what people go for. They wanna feel good. So their behavior is only bad if you think it is. It has a purpose in the context. So core beliefs help you to figure out, what am I missing? Am I missing significance? Am I missing love? Am I missing connectedness? Am I missing growth? And I'm gonna share a little giveaway with you guys today that's gonna to help you figure that out. So that's what I'm talking about when I say core beliefs. What do we really believe? Because all your beliefs were formed before you were seven years old. Oh yeah, The majority, Absolutely. right? Yeah, majority, the majority definitely. of them. So the reason why I say for part of my can-do strategy is you mm -hmm. got to understand your core beliefs and what are you missing and what are you trying to fulfill in your heart that causes the behaviors we do or that keeps us from success. If your core belief was, you know, I know your daughter said she's a military of, of the military ilk, right? I'm a military brat, not my daughter, me. Oh, it's you. It's so, me, honey. <laughs> so there are people whose parents have put such pressure on them to be perfect, right? That they don't even want to start something unless they can do it perfectly. Um, oh, no point in even starting if I can't do it right. Well, what's mm -hmm. right? And so my systems help a person learn in their nervous system how to be happy with progress and not perfection. So I wanna do a little exercise. Can I do that? I wanna see how many people, and I really want some, some activity in the chat box. I need to know we'll if you We'll get that started. We'll get that started. Let me, let, me, let me get this going for you. If you are watching this in live and you are in the chat box, electronically raise your hand and I have yes. to say electronically because I've got a lot of people in their rooms going why can't you see me yeah I need to know you guys resonate with this because I think um, when I speak about it probably 95% of you will there might be a few of you who don't but I'm gonna walk you through something and I'm gonna show you how important it is for you to uh, and how quickly you can change things using feelings 
not thoughts. If you want to learn that, hit us up in the chat box right now. All right. So we had activity. We have hands raised. Let's roll it on them. Come on. All right. So watch this. I am going to demonstrate how things that are already imprinted like two handprints in the sand mm -hmm. in your nervous system are running a program in your mind every day like a mind virus. And just like any virus on your computer, you can wipe that out in a very short period of time. So play with me here for a minute. Close your eyes. And the only reason I'm asking you to close your eyes is because some people are visual. But I want you to immerse your senses in this for a moment. You are on a five mile run or Taking walk. a deep breath. Okay, five mile right. run or walk, whatever. Yep. We're gonna saunder. We're gonna right. dance, all right. Whatever it is your pace is, but it's hot and Ooh. you're tired and you're thirsty and you round a corner and you see a cute little girl and her mom setting up a lemonade stand. And boy, you're thirsty. That lemonade looks really good. Now, imagine with your senses or visualizing yourself biting into a lemon. <laughs> I wanna know with a show of hands, how many people's mouth is watering? All right, I'm gonna take a drink of water. Yeah, we got hands popping. <laughs> All right, so what I just did for you is I helped you feel something ahead of the actual event, right? I brought you to a place with either a thought or a feeling because everybody's a little different in which one they'll use predominantly, or sour pickle. The minute you say that or you see it or you know what that tastes like, you've had the experience. You can conjure that up in a second and the next thing you know, you're drooling all over yourself, right? So you have just produced a feeling ahead of the actual event. Mm -hmm. So that's where feelings can be used to your advantage instead of to your detriment. See, here's what happens. We get into these thinking and feeling, thinking and feeling loops. Procrastination is no different. If you're thinking about doing something that you don't like, well, you're gonna definitely wanna move away from pain and towards pleasure, right? So rather than thinking of all the steps and getting caught up in all of the things that haven't even happened yet, the most powerful thing you can do is replace that with the feeling of it being done. If you can instantly feel yourself drinking that lemonade, that feels a whole lot better than wanting it, right? So the can-do steps, and I use a series of things, but I'm gonna share them all with you a little bit. So core beliefs is important. You gotta know your core beliefs. You gotta have a good attitude. You gotta have a can-do attitude. You can't say, oh, that's not gonna work. Oh, I've tried that, but no. That's stinking thinking. And I got something that's gonna help you stop doing that instantly. So we have things that we practice, right? Like flexing your muscle. If I do a squat today, whoo, I've done a squat. But if I want to do 10, I might not get 10 done in a day. But if I do one every day in 10 days, I'll probably be able to do 10. So, okay, you're so I'm going to stop you for just a second because you started with the acronym and mm -hmm. I didn't capture it. C stands for what? It's that's core beliefs. Thanks. Okay. Because I'm going to make sure that we capture this in a way that I can get it into the chat. And mm -hmm. then A stood for attitude? Attitude. 
one of my favorite words. Attitude, Attitude is okay. everything, right? All if right. you're always saying this can't be done because in order for you to change anything, you have to be willing to try something that maybe you didn't try before. Because I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. Everything you've done before sucks and it's not working. Or, oh. <laughs> or you wouldn't I'm, have. We're going to wiggle and tangle today, Sandra. I tell people they've never done anything wrong. They can't do it wrong. <laughs> it, well, we can learn, right? There's no failure. There's only progress. There's Got only okay. opportunities for learning. So all I'm saying is why would you waste time doing things you've already tried to do with no success? You're not doing the right thing for you. And that's okay. Wow. And if you keep doing the same thing you've always done and expect to get any different result, that is one of the classic definitions of insanity. It is. My clients used to say as they were passing each other, you got to watch out. She's going to tell you if you keep doing what you did, you're going to keep getting what you got or something like that. <laughs> so that's pretty funny. But And they would say that to each other. This is what she's going to tell you. So it's, it's true. true it's, yeah, it's true. You got to be our lives by default. You pointed that out yeah. earlier. You know, we don't stop and think. And so this whole thing about becoming aware of your core beliefs, be, you know, becoming aware and taking some control over your attitude. Right. You know, these are the things that really make a huge difference. All right. Now I'm on pins and needles. What does N stand for? Okay. No excuses. Uh oh. Now let me ask you something everybody who has kids you know i think that you're talking to a lot of people who do and much. So i definitely do everybody we right got just about the well we certainly have the majority you see your kid go into the light socket mm. with his finger how long do you wait before you stop your child um yeah wait um sorry no. that we don't wait we go no you can't do that. That Whatever it is you say, that's dangerous, right? So why do we let ourselves off the hook so much? We oh, wouldn't. Okay. Well, because we don't know that it's a light socket. We're not aware. That well, sometimes we even socket. are. And we still do it, right? <laughs> so, so the no excuses piece of it just means do unto yourself as you would have others as you would do unto others. Oh, whoa, gonna, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's a variation of the golden rule. Absolutely, right? right? Because when it most, comes to course correction, when it comes to preventing a problem, mm -hmm. do unto yourself as you would do unto others. If you would stop a two-year-old, stop yourself. Exactly. Got it. Okay, that's cool. I like that. Don't let yourself get that far. And that's why we have a stop technique to uh -huh. help you stop the trajectory of that stinking thinking and any pain at all. Stop. I know we're gonna to get to the stop technique and I know we have that as a gift yep. for everybody. So we've got, we've got the can part of the can do, we've got the core beliefs, we've got the, got the awareness of the core beliefs, we've got the attitude that we're gonna be checking in on, mm -hmm. we've got this no excuses approach to life. What's the rest of this? Okay, well, the D is, I call it a DMO. And that stands for your daily method of operation. Ah, got it. Right? You, yeah, well, your so brain has an operating system. So in order for that operating system to change, you have to sort of upgrade 
your daily stuff. Because again, just like exercise, you build that emotional muscle day by day. Mm -hmm. Now don't freak out. It doesn't mean you have to do anything crazy. It just means maybe five minutes instead of getting up and checking your phone and going to the computer. Here's what I did. Now you don't have to do this. You can do whatever you want. You can sing Jackie's little song. I love that. That was great. I used to have a song that I used to listen to. But then what I did was I created something even more powerful than a motivating song. And that was a personal mission statement. Okay. I help people create that in my upcoming course because it's important to know who you are, why you're doing what you're doing and what's the end result you want to feel, what you want to feel. The whole thing is guys, don't we all just want to feel better? Yeah, just a little better. Just a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. So this daily method of operation really helps us to sort of take a moment and start the day feeling good because there is a trajectory of um, energy in emotions and feelings and mostly in emotions and feelings rather than thoughts because Thoughts are electromagnetic. We all share the same thoughts, in case mm -hmm. you didn't know that. But we do. It's the collective consciousness. But feelings are magnetic. Think about something that you hate, and the next thing you know, all of a sudden, you're feeling all yucky, and your thoughts are all yucky and yuck, right? Mm -hmm. And then you're like, God, why did I do that? That was a bummer, right? Well, you can do the same thing with positive thoughts. One good positive thought begets another because the magnetism of that feeling pulls you towards what you really want. And it's all about using feelings in my method. So that DMO could be as simple as, here's what I did. I recorded my, I created a personal mission statement. Okay, got it. I recorded it over some really nice music that I love, right? And because instead of reciting it every day, I would sit in traffic. Now, how many people love to sit in traffic? Nobody. Come on. <laughs> Said no one ever, right? Yeah, no one ever. Traffic stinks. We're wasting our lives. So because I didn't want to get into the thought process of yuck, this is yucky. I don't like it. I want to be home and creating. Mm -hmm. I would just stick on my little recording and I was talking to myself about what it was like to be right here in front of you right now, helping you get past the same stinking thinking that I had to get past and show you how simple it could be. I visualized, yes, what I wanted to do, but I put feelings behind that and it feels good to be with you today. Yay. All right. Okay. It so, feels wait, good. Wait, wait. I'm glad that it feels good. It doesn't feel so good for me right now because you left me hanging. Ah! Yeah. I mean, there are speakers who do something called open loop and they do it intentionally. And sometimes it's not so great feeling for the audience because we're like, wait a minute, you left me hanging here. Um, so we opened it. Let's close it because I want to get into the stop. But first okay. I want to finish the can do. Okay. So where did we leave off? Let's see. We got C. With the O. Yeah, we got C for core beliefs. Yep. We got A for attitude, N for no excuses, and then D 
D for daily method of operation. That's really cool. Okay, what's the O? Okay, now first I wanna make sure you guys are digging this. Are you getting this? Sound fairly simple? So the O is just outcome. outcome. It's outcome. Okay. <laughs> what do you wanna feel like when you're done with all this stuff? Got you it. wanna feel awesome, right? It's done, you did it. All right, you wanna we're feel good. This they can do awesome. There we go. And it's overcoming. It's overcoming the stinking thinking and getting to feeling the outcome, just like with the lemon before the event. Okay. So the can do is your core beliefs, your attitude, no excuses. You've got to have a daily method of operation mm -hmm. and you focus on the feeling of the outcome. Mm -hmm. Okay. So no problem feeling. We like feeling. Yep. There we go. Yeah. So now, now if I were to show you guys how to do that, how would that feel? All right. <laughs> let's show them how to do that. Cause then we got people popping in. We're keeping the acronym in there for people who are just joining. So that's why you're seeing things going on. That's why I said, don't worry about the chat. Okay. Yes. You've got your back on this. All right. Well, All right. Like you guys are resonating with this. Okay. So mm -hmm. I do a lot of different things because not everybody learns the same way, Jackie. We know that, right? Mm -hmm. Some people are visual, some are auditory, some have to touch and feel. Oh, hold on. Sorry. I thought my phone was down and this guy is. <laughs> so sorry, oh my goodness. Guys. I did not do housekeeping. Stuff happens. Hold it. Let's do the housekeeping. Everybody turn off your phones, turn off your ringers, turn off and tune in, get out your notebooks, get out your pens, all the things that we did not say at the start of this. That's okay. I did. I only left it on in case you and I needed to communicate. So yep, apologies. Not you. There's it an off button. <laughs> so uh, actually that was my co-host for the summit, which we'll talk about at the end. But so the stop technique was something I have been learning from. I use a combination of things. I think it's important to say that. I use something called neuro-linguistic programming. Don't worry about it. It's all interlaced throughout here. You don't need to know what it is. You just know it works. <laughs> they all know it is NLP because we've been talking about it. <laughs> all right. So NLP. So we always talk about positive outcomes and reframing and different things like that. The stop technique is something that's called a pattern interrupt. And Jackie, keep me on time if you would, so yep. I know where we're at. How much we got time? Another 15 minutes of chat. We're good. We can. Keep okay. Going. So, first, I want to make sure that you guys really got the part I said about the feelings. Okay. Thoughts and feelings, thoughts. Because if you think a thought that is unresourceful, it's not getting you to where you want to go, it's moving away from where you want to be then you need something instantly to shift the trajectory of that thought because energy in motion stays in motion, right? If I am driving a car at 30 miles an hour and I hit a wall, I stop dead, yeah. which, you know, okay, it's better than going down a dark road, but it's not ideal. See, energy transmutes. You can take energy and turn it into something else because you can't destroy it. So with the stop technique, it's called a pattern interrupt. And I want to just, I know people understand this, so I'm going to make it really brief. And I don't have my clicker. I thought I was going to have it, but I have <laughs> dogs and birds. If you have dogs or birds and you've ever used a clicker, it's called operant conditioning. And it goes like this. Pavlov's dogs, mm. 
waited for Pavlov or his assistant to bring in a bowl of food. Mm -hmm. And when the bowl of food was brought in, a bell would ring. Long story short, after flexing this neurological muscle, that Pavlov's assistant was able to walk into a room with the dog's food, and just like the lemon, before the bell was rung, the dogs would start to salivate. Okay, wait a minute. I think that what you meant was they rang the bell without bringing the food, and the dogs would start to salivate. They could ring the bell, thank you, without bringing the food, and the dogs would still salivate. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and that's because in their nervous system, they created or fired and wired these thoughts and feelings, and they knew when they heard that bell, it's coming, just like with the lemon. The point of this is, is that you can conjure up a good feeling no matter what, and good feelings and bad feelings cannot coexist at the same exact time. Mm -hmm. So the stop technique is a pattern interrupt. It gets you to shift out of the negative pattern and any pain or unresourceful thinking is time to use the the, the tool. So the STOP technique goes like this, just like the acronym STOP, mm -hmm. right? You say to yourself, oh, you know, oh, well, I could probably put that off till Wednesday because this is more about STOP. Say it out loud. Cancel. Boom. Erase. I don't care what you say. Yeah. Just STOP. Yes. Halt. Yeah. You know, so whatever you want to say, you want to say it to yourself out loud if you can, but if you can't, internally, right? Now, this is an immediate reward, guys, because you are going down a bad road. When you said stop, you hit the brick wall. You did stop. Now, in order for this technique to work, you have to have something good to replace it. And that's where some of the other things come into play. The daily method of operation, a song that motivates you, uh, oh. an anchor. And I'll talk about anchors in a moment. But this is where we just say, that's it. I'm stopping the insanity now. Mm -hmm. What am I going to replace it with? Well, anything that feels good. That's a determining factor. As you learn in the course, you'll come up with things that you can replace that with, like Jackie's song or something that makes you feel good. You know, me thinking about being here with you would be enough to make me not procrastinate about coming on and talking to you or anything like that. So what you're doing is, if you say this with great feeling, it allows our emotional intensity to heighten and when we say stop, we can use an anchor, and I'll talk about anchors and more in my course, but it's, it's, it's something that's small. It could be a stone in your pocket, a coin, a picture, a thought, um, an amulet, uh, a phrase, I am a creator, or mine was, I freaking rock, and only because that's what, how I was taught. So that's the only reason why the I freaking rock thing comes out, so please don't judge. <laughs> But I still, to this day, when I catch myself, boom, you know? And, the, and then the part of this that's gonna be the P is gonna be praise, and I'll tell you why that's important. So then we stop. The T is take five, take a deep breath. Breathe in a good feeling deep into your belly, right? Because when we're having these negative feelings, 
we're not breathing deeply. They're very shallow and up here. And that causes our heart to race. And all of those chemicals flood our body of sort of the aki stuff. You know, there's a, there's mm -hmm. a flood of emotions and brain chemicals go on in there. A breath will help calm your vagus nerve, calm your central nervous system. <sighs> and now we can do the rest of the procedure. So taking that deep breath, here's another way you could do it. Here's what I used to do it. You could shake it off. Or what I used to do was unzip it. This is feeling heavy. This is feeling yucky. See, I'm a kinesthetic person. Mm -hmm. I want to unzip this layer of heaviness. Oh, and bring myself back to where I'm okay. Mel Robbins did something. If you guys know Mel Robbins, she's now got a TV show. I should have been Mel Robbins because I created <laughs> Take Five long before she ever did her five second rule, which is she was an alcoholic, she lost a job, she was going down a bad road. And one day she saw a launch, like a space shuttle launch, mm -hmm. and she counted backwards, five, four, three, two, one, and finally got herself out of bed. And that started a trajectory and long story, now she's got a TV show. But I was doing that 20 years before she was, but in a different way, using this technique. So you really have to get a way to stop yourself from going down that road and get yourself into a positive place. So shake it off, peel it off. It's a ritual. It is your ritual for getting yourself back to where you can now really move into that positive trajectory. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people will think of the outcome, the O, like I said, can do, right? What's the outcome? What do I want to feel like? not in three months, but now. Instead of feeling yucky now, I'm thinking unresourcefully, this is painful, it's hurting me to think like this. How do I wanna feel right now? And what's the best and easiest emotion for me to conjure up? Do I have to think about the birth of my daughter? Do I have to think about when I got married, when I graduated from college? What do I have to think about right now? And just feel it. Feel the emotion that you had at that moment because you can't think bad when you're thinking good. Just can't do it, right? So the outcome is of, of whatever it is you want to feel is all you need to do. It's one step. That's it. You have flexed your emotional muscle that moment and you changed the trajectory of where your thoughts were going. And that's where the praise comes in. Our brains love a reward. They love it. Mm -hmm. Like Pavlov's dogs. Like anybody who does any behavior that's not a positive behavior, it's done because somewhere along the line, you've learned that there's a reward. Whether it's food, like for me, whatever that reward is. The reward could be just getting you out of doing something that you didn't want to do. But that still doesn't feel good, right? So let's do something that does feel good. And it's one more second in your day, five minutes, where you felt good over unresourceful. So it's going to move you past that pain point. Are you guys with me so far? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are with you so far. And here's the fun part about this is that it's really good to have more than one way to move past a pain point. If you want to be productive rather than procrastinate, it's good to have more than one way. 
It really is. And that's why I put a series of tools together, Jackie, because when I was doing the research for putting this course together, which is coming up in July, um, the one thing I heard was, oh, I'm sick of, you know, all of these self-help gurus, gurus telling me what to do and how to do it, but they're not showing me how to do it. In my course, I'm with somebody six weeks at a time because it's not 21 days to build a habit. It's at least six weeks to get this stuff in your nervous system. And what I did was I was actually not forced, but I, my coach, Joseph McClendon III is one of my favorite coaches and he's a Tony Robbins uh, partner. He's partnered with Tony oh, yeah. in the Firewalk and stuff like that. So, so uh, Joseph, he would literally make us do it like jumping jacks. He would say, mm -hmm. now, "Think about something that really makes you feel ucky." All right, now shift it. You just, you know, use the technique and and get yourself. And we would have to flex this emotional muscle twenty times and the physical muscle at the same time. Yes, firing and wiring together. Mm -hmm. Because you created a pattern or it created itself because you were thinking and feeling and thinking and feeling and firing and wiring and solidified this little program. Mm -hmm. And the only thing it's going to take to get rid of it is you have to upgrade that operating system and you have to upload a new program each day for just a few minutes. And before you know it, a lot of that stuff will be a thing of the past. You'll be surprised at how quickly you start feeling good about little steps. And that's where the pee and the stop technique comes into play. Okay. Everybody just wants to feel good, right? That's all we want. We want to be significant. That is a basic human need. Mm -hmm. And you will understand that in my guide that I think Jackie's going to be dropping for you. We are in just one second, so keep talking about it. All right, so before you do, I want you to come back because the, the, four, the five letters of can do, we got those pretty cleanly. I'm missing a couple. I didn't keep up with the four letters of stop. Okay, so, so let's go over those one more time. So obviously the S in stop is stop, saying stop, cancel, boom, delete, whatever, uncreate. Whatever you want to do to make you feel that it's gone. And then you would implement whatever your strategy is for making yourself feel better. And that's something that only you can come up with. Take a deep breath. Change your physiology instantly so that you reduce those chemicals of fight or flight. Because when you don't do that, you don't think as clearly. So you just want to take that deep breath. It's the first place to change your state of being mm -hmm. is with your breath. The extra oxygen will help you think more clearly. And then you can implement whatever strategy you've decided to put into place to feel better right now. And then outcome. Focus on the outcome of how you want to feel right now. And then down the road, you can say, how do I want to feel when this is done? But little baby steps that are not overwhelming before you know it are going to be firing and wiring automatically. And you didn't have to do a whole lot of anything, right? Cool. So, and then the P in the stop technique was to praise yourself. Just like when I click, sit Haley, and she sits, and I give her a little treat. 
She's going to know if I go to the closet, I don't even have to click anything anymore. I go to that closet. She thinks she's getting a treat. She's going to automatically sit for me because it's ingrained in her nervous system to do that. She has fired and wired those circuits so many times and then praise, yay, I did it, right? So you can use a phrase that praises you. You pat yourself on the back, give yourself a hug, a high five, and just, or just say something that's empowering. I am awesome. I'm a creator. I'm amazing. I'm a, I'm a doer. I'm a doer. I'm a doer. I'm a doer. Uh -huh. I get it done. Whatever that is for you, I freaking rock. Whatever <laughs> that is for you, right? That's what you say when you give yourself props because nobody's going to praise you but you. Ah, there you go. Okay. Gotta be your own cheerleader sometimes. Now, a coach is fabulous for doing that. And actually, I am a coach. I've been a coach for 35 years. I called another coach the other day. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, Even the best coach coaches have coaches. Needs a coach. I called Jimmy Moore and I said, Jimmy, I've been on keto two weeks for crying out loud. I can't get into ketosis. And he gave me a pep talk. I'm a keto coach, right? You, uh, coaches need coaches. So when it comes to the praise, the praise is so important because you know what you just did? You just broke the pattern. Yeah. That's awesome. You rock, right? You, you just okay. broke a pattern. So celebrating that win, celebrating the fact that we were absolutely able to stop. all right. And, so, and I realized where I got hooked. Okay, this is like a crossword puzzle for me because the can do and the stop intersected outcome. And so I realized what happened in my head, Sandra, and why I said you had to go back and do it again because. What happened when you said outcome is my brain went back to can do and I walked away from what we were working on. So that was my elephant, guys. Sorry. There was that's okay. Everybody's got them. And that's why I say, you know, in this course, I could not put a course out there unless I was with you once a week. I wouldn't do that. That's not fair because everybody's going to take these tools and some people are not exactly going to know what to do with them. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to help you do that with them in your own way. Everybody needs their own way. Some are auditory, some are kinesthetic, some are visual, right? We're all different. We've all had different things that kind of stop us. So gonna if all- stop. I'm going to stop because I had permission to pause. So this is a pause, all okay. right? Because you have so much that you can convey. And I know that you have- something we want to talk about just briefly about the upcoming summit that you're doing. We also, I want to make sure that they get how the six basic human needs tie in to the can do and the stop. And we got five minutes to tie this all up in a pretty neat bow for them. Perfect. Okay. So how does that tie in? I'm going to answer Jackie's question first. A lot of times when we are not doing, we have an unfulfilled need that maybe we haven't recognized. If you can figure out what your core beliefs are and what your needs are, do you need to grow? Do you need significance? Do you need love? What do you need? That's a big piece of getting what you want. Because if you need something, but you don't feel worthy of it, it's going to be hard to get there. So we really have to, I call it kicking up some dirt. In my courses, we kick up some dirt because you, are, you have to face things that you might not want to face 
but it's not scary. It's like slaying a dragon. You've got to get them out into the open and not stuff them down and learn a more resourceful way to deal with them. Does that make sense? Makes sense. Makes so, sense. Awareness is always the key to everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you can't fix it if you're not aware of it. And it gives us a lot more sort of a tiger in the tank in terms of emotions when we figure that out. So all of this stuff comes together. Now I decided in January that I was going to gather a bunch of thoughtpreneurs together, Jackie included, and I was going to launch a summit called the consciousness cure.com. And the link is now live. Uh, you can also go to the consciousness cure.com and register for the summit, which is coming up July 1, 2, and 3. Jackie's a speaker on day one, and I'm going live on day two to help you make some sense of these tools. I wasn't just going to have somebody interview me. We're getting into it, guys. We're oh, getting yeah. into it. Let's oh, yeah. have Everybody some fun. Knows that's what I do on my summit, too. We do oh, yeah. on the summit. And for all the peeps who've registered for this, you'll get an email with a link, so you don't have to worry about writing this oh, yeah. down or, or clicking on it now. Yeah. Cool. The six basic human needs is given away during the summit. So you've already got it. You've got instant access. So you can start looking at this stuff before the summit. Mm -hmm. And then the course is going to be launching in July, which if you, um, if you take advantage of the link and you grab that six basic human needs, you'll get information about the course when it comes out. And you'll be one of the first people to uh, be a beta tester. And that group is, that course is going to be one third of, off of its price, normally $9.97. You're going to get that for just $2.97 and six weeks of dedicated support. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be cool. We're going to get into it. And there's lots of tools and lots of fun. So Jackie uh, says that if you stay connected with her, you will get the link to the summit, theconsciousnesscure.com. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You get a free ticket to the summit because you're on mine. So don't nice. worry back here. And not only do we have the 14 speakers and a few bonus interviews, Jackie, we have live forums each day for the three days of the summit, such a cool thing because you get to interact with people that are thinking outside the box mm -hmm. and helping you get past where you're at right now. Cool, we like outside the box. All right, outside the box is where all the fun is. Inside the box is where you get caught up in what Sandra calls stinking thinking and what I call the negative echo chamber. Either one will trip you up and keep you down and keep you playing small. And so, Sandra, thank you for coming You're on. You're welcome. You're welcome. And unpacking these acronyms for us, giving us new ways to think about life. I super, super appreciate you. Being no here. problem, guys. Everything you want is outside of your comfort zone. <laughs> yeah, that's Everything. why we want it and don't have it yet. If it wasn't outside our comfort zone, we wouldn't want it because we already had it. Yeah. It is true. Whatever you want is on the outside of your comfort zone. And so you might as well learn how to stretch that just a little more. So we're going to stretch. We're going to get an attitude adjustment. We're going to be right back. And Sandra, I'll see you on your summit. Thank you. Thanks, guys. I hope you had fun.